0: Immerse yourself in rich biblical history and Christian heritage with Vision Tours. Exploring Australia, the Holy Lands and other global destinations. Forge bonds of lasting friendship as you fellowship with like-minded believers and discover a new richness in your faith in Christ and a broader understanding of the world's Christian heritage. Enjoy the fellowship of a lifetime with Vision Tours. Explore upcoming tour packages at vision.org.au slash tours. A biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. This is 2020 on Vision.
1: In an era where connecting with one another is carried out online, Aussies are realising the impacts of social media often have a significant effect on our mental health. And uh, usually it's on the bad side. And while social media can provide many benefits, new research conducted by McCrindle Research has found that almost half of us indicate that social media is having a negative impact on our mental health. Well, Ashley Fell, social researcher with McCrindle Research is back with us. Hey, welcome back to 2020, Ashley.
0: Thanks, Neil. Great to be back with you.
1: Ashley, what did you find around the research on whether people were even concerned that they're using social media and screen time was having any sort of effect on their mental health?
0: Yeah, it was a really interesting study. It's one that we've actually conducted uh, before and in the past, and we just wanted to get a, a current gauge on where Australians were at with regards to social media. And like you mentioned in that introduction, almost one in two Australians across all generations indicate that social media has a negative impact on their mental health. Um, So a very interesting insight in terms of, I guess, not even just use of technology, but also, um, you know, Evaluating its impact and probably not surprisingly, Australia's youngest generation in Gen Z were the most likely to agree that social media is having a negative impact on their health. That was 70% of Gen Z said that compared to 56% of Gen Y, 44% of Gen X and 21% of baby boomers. So a pretty astounding majority 70% of this youngest generation who are using social media on a daily basis saying that it's having a negative impact on their mental health.
1: And for a lot of us uh, it really is this mobile device that we carry around all day is with us from the very start of the day till the end of the day and it's a little bit like it's become a part of who we are.
0: That's exactly right. And we we did ask a question about exactly that in terms of people's use of the device just in general beyond social media. We asked the question about when people are accessing their phone and 80% of Generation Z said that they access their phone during the last three minutes before they go to bed at night. And um, a similar proportion, about 74% said they access it within the first three minutes of waking up. Um, And interestingly, it's before bed, it's Gen Z who are really using it, but in the morning, it's actually Generation Y, a higher proportion of Gen Y are using it in the first three minutes of waking up, probably because they they might be checking social media, um, but they might also be turning the alarm off or checking their calendar for the day or what's, what's ahead for them. Uh, many might also be reading their Bible. I mean, we use our phones for so much. Uh, so many different apps, so many different services, but definitely, it's it looks like it's just harder than ever before to disconnect from those devices, even in those. Precious moments before you go to sleep and before you wake up, many of us, majority of us, are checking the device in that precious time.
1: Funny how you say people are using their mobile device as their Bible because you can have Bibles downloaded onto your uh, your mobile device, your phone that you take all through the day, or onto your tablet that you might have by your bedside table, all those sorts of things. In fact, just to, a little aside here, that my wife and I have discovered that it's going to be a very important thing for us to carry a book Bible to our local church. And this is because now we've got grandchildren. And we don't want our grandchildren to grow up thinking that the Bible is just another app on your phone. We want them to know that it's something special. And so there's just a little adaptation that we've begun to employ there. But you're absolutely right, because uh, when we're looking at Bibles these days, we're often just on our mobile device. Uh, But this sort of thought that the screen time could be doing our mental health harm. uh, Are there many of us here, Ashley, who are actually concerned about that?
0: That's right. Uh, Despite many of us accessing our phone and our device within minutes of waking up and going to sleep, we're also very aware of the um, negative impact and also the desire to change these habits. More than half of Australians at 56% agree that they struggle with spending too much time on screens and technology, and a greater proportion are trying to reduce the amount of time they spend on social media at 67%. So it almost does seem like a bit of a, a self-diagnosed bad behavior in some ways or, or even addiction. And it's very, it can be very subtle, but it only takes the device to run out of battery or juice for us, I think, to realize how much we do rely on it. Um, I was I was looking and, and he, speaking to someone recently of a younger generation and they were asking me about how we got around before we had the Maps device on our phone. And I said we had to carry, I had to print out the directions when I was younger and we had you know, maps in the car and street directories to navigate where you were. And they said, oh, like a pirate. So it's just, it's a whole new world uh, for this younger generation who haven't known a time without these devices. But yes, amazing benefits, but also some challenges around our mental health, around addiction, and the fact that we acknowledge for half of us that we do spend too much time on these devices.
1: You know, uh, lots of listeners might remember in uh, Queensland, uh, everyone used a Refidex uh, to find your way around your own town and you had to get another Refidex to go visiting other towns and cities. Uh, For Melbourne listeners, and I've lived in Melbourne twice, we had a Melways and uh, great when you've got two people in the car, one navigates the other drives, makes things a whole lot easier. Now with a GPS system on your phone, it does make life a whole lot easier. And so, while there are so many good benefits to having our mobile device, uh, recognizing that when we're on it all the time, and there must be some point in our lives where we say, okay, I've got an addictive nature when it comes to my mobile device. Any thoughts from you, Ashley, as a social researcher, if you're navigating the way forward, if you're recognising that, yes, there is some impact on my mental health here, I'm consumed by this, is there any sort of insight or anything that's come from the research that indicates a good way forward?
0: Well, I think it's really encouraging to see that the younger generations who are aware that they spend the most time on it, I mean, they've been told from a very young age that they've lived in technologically integrated times and we share the stories at the barbecues about, again, those technologies that we didn't have growing up and how different our experience was. Uh, It's this youngest generation who are most likely to uh, say they're aware of their screen and social media use and, and say they struggle with it. But positively, it's these younger generations who are also most likely to actively try to reduce the amount of time they spend on it, which makes sense because they're the ones spending the most time on it. So 79% of Generation Z, our youngest generation... Say they try to actively reduce the amount of time they spend on screens compared to 74% of Gen Y, who's the generation above them, 66% of Gen X, and even 51% of baby boomers say they actively try to reduce the amount of time they spend on social media and to be a bit more present with those around them, to experience the real world, to experience the beauty of nature and, and God's creation. So I think that it's great to see that there is an awareness here. And, and there's, a, there's a real desire to reduce the amount of time we spend on social media and on screens. It's just, I guess, about having that discipline to make sure that we know when we can or when we should put the phone down or turn the alerts off or maybe take a bit of a detox to, to reconnect with, with other people, uh, with God and with, with our actual tangible environment.
1: I imagine there might be all sorts of research uh, that might point to the consequences of uh, using a lot of mobile phone screen time, uh, the impacts on sleep and the impacts on the amount of exercise we get, which is going to give us a poor health outcome. Uh, all of these contributing things perhaps need to be considered. And and I, I suspect there's a pe- lot of people just don't even ask the question, whether this is an impact on me or whether I should do something at all. But I imagine that if you've got a little bit of insight and some research to back it up, some evidence that there might be some challenges, this might be something that could get you to dig a little bit deeper and to then make some sort of a new routine with your use. Is that where this sort of research becomes very useful for, say, individuals or families when you can understand that there are impacts like this?
0: absolutely and and that's the power of research and data to provide that evidence based insight and also i think in this particular study to know that if you are someone who thinks they struggle with screen addiction or screen time to know that you're not alone and to know that majority of people majority of different generations also say they struggle so knowing you're not alone i think is important but also yeah using this research hopefully in a compelling way is our hope that it will spark people into maybe more research, again, around the impacts it has on our upper health and our relationships, um, and also, yeah, to to make sure that we we are able to take that time off the screen uh, to connect with the real world.
1: We might not be able to leave a conversation like this uh, without discussing the fact that, There might be some issues with the time, the amount of screen time that might have its addictive nature. But, Ashley, there is a deeper and bigger picture, too, into what sort of things people are accessing on a mobile device. And sometimes it's work-related, sometimes it's social. Sometimes there's some very detrimental things that people are accessing online. Uh, I imagine all of that impacts, too, on mental health issues and the way we use our mobile devices.
0: Yeah, like any like any topic, like any any device, it can be used for amazing things and building community and growing in your faith and connecting with others and being encouraged—all really good things that we should pursue. But in the same breath, there's also some really toxic content online. There's um, bullying. We know for many young people today, social media really exacerbates that. It's been something that every generation's had to deal with, but social media makes it far more inescapable and and amplifies harmful voices and views and and toxic cultures. So it's really important, I think, to be aware of all of that and to just hold those those benefits of social media and screens and technology in tension with some of the challenges that it, it can create for us.
1: Well, very good getting insights into social media use and the impacts on our mental health, uh, whether it's for us individually or whether this is something that might be very valuable evidence for our own families. Let me point listeners to mccrindle.com to get more details. Uh, is there any particular easy to look at fact sheets around these sorts of things uh, with social media and our screen time, Ashley, if people go to mccrindle.com?
0: That's right. We've got lots of infographics, lots of articles uh, summarising this research and more. So they're on the articles section of our website and also the resources section of our website.
1: Okay. Articles and resources at mccrindle.com. Ashley Fell, social researcher with MacRindles. Ashley, thanks so much for another great update today on 2020.
0: Thanks, Neil.